Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Your Mortgage Process. I'm, of course, your host, Greg Wareham. Well, we almost didn't make it on the air today because I was having such a great time with our guest, Mike Garasso. Thanks for coming to the show today, Mike. Uh, thanks for having me, Greg. <clears throat> we, were, we were reminiscing about <laughs> Italy. We were going down a lot of different rabbit holes, and then Nick made us come on the air really quick. <laughs> so, uh, so we have Mike on the show today. Again, thanks for joining us, Mike. And, you know, Mike and I have worked together, known each other for, you know, probably for close to a decade. Mike, can you give us a little background of you getting into the real estate industry and some of the successes that you've had? Uh, so, yeah, um, I got into the industry in 2000, full time in 2007. I was had a part uh, I was doing a part time from 2005. And in 2007, I got laid off. That was uh, the economy was changing. And yeah. I said, you know what? I'm never going to let that happen again. No one's ever because I've always been on the top, no matter where I work to, to lay me off. Are you right. kidding me? I'm, I'm, it's hurtful. I'm your top. Yeah. top how are you lay me off? So I said, that's never going to happen. And I got into real estate where I, had, I could control my destiny a little bit. Sure. Um, if anyone's going to lay myself off, it's me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or fire, it's going to be me. <laughs> or criticize. Yeah, it's right. me. Right. Yeah. So it was a very difficult Difficult mark, 2007, the, the economy had shifted, yeah. a lot of inventory, and I just uh, worked from 2007 through 2013 um, at a Prudential, Prudential Real Estate, which is sure. not even around anymore. And then when they switched their names, uh, I moved into Keller Williams in 2013. So okay. it's been 10 years, almost 10 and almost 10 and 10 uh, uh, years. Now, and during that time, I'm like, you've had a lot of success. I mean, you were a single agent, sometimes with small teams. You're routinely platinum level, which is 20 million plus. Right. Uh, and that's, I, I look at this year, you know, Mike and I were chatting about this. Now, this is 2023. We're midway through the year. Mike's done 20 million dollars in business and you're projected to do 40 million this 40 year. million yeah that's incredible yep in a declining market where all you hear is how is there's no business and just a quick stat for everyone only eight percent of agents in the country right now have done at least four deals this year and, and you're, you're gonna do 40 million this year yeah what do you attribute that to mike we were just talking about this greg yeah. i i think i i like the the competition but it's just putting my nose you know, to the uh, to to the task at hand, and just just grinding. You got to work harder. No one cares if you're not doing business. No one cares. It's it's, it's just you got to work harder. Yeah. Work harder. Work a little smarter. Surround yourself with the right people. Yeah. As soon as I, it's a slippery slope. When I hear negativity at all whatsoever, it's like okay, I got to get away from them because it's, right. it, you could easily go down that path. Uh, when I hear all these stats, you know, that's a national number. Mm -hmm. uh, when any, anyone gives me like average numbers. Just in my heart and in my mind, I believe I'm above, I'm above average. Right. I'm never going to settle for me mediocrity. I just want to be a little bit better. And it, it, it's not like I went from from 2007, 2008. I kept doubling and doubling. Right. I, inch by inch was a cinch. Someone told me this years ago. Oh, that's great. Inch by inch is a cinch. Yard by yard is hard. When I was 23 years old, I had no 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 patience. I still don't have any patience, but. But, but, but I've, I've learned to be a little bit better with it. And just to get a little bit, we had this discussion during Bold. Yeah. It's just to get a little bit better, a little bit more refined and, and add a little bit more value, understand the clients uh, a little bit better during during the economic shifts. Sure. And, and just to, just to be a little bit better and enjoy what I do because I really do love what I do. I know you do too, Greg. Yeah, we do. We're both we're, we're very like minded. Yeah, this we even both have four kids. <laughs> yeah, we have four kids. This is my, same age. My business is my social life. Really, yeah. that's what it is. And then <laughs> when they say, "Oh, we're going to happy hour," I'm like, "Happy hour? I'm going home." We, we, <laughs> we talked about that because yeah. I socialize all day at work. Yeah. Blah, 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 phone, phone, text, email, and and then once the the, 
the day has ended, I just like to just wind down. I don't want to really totally. You'll spend time with your family and and do you have your life, right? You know, when we uh, when we were talking about getting together to do a show, you know, some of the creation of that came from different deals that we were working on. One in particular, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But you know, I think you're an exceptional person from a real estate stand person and from a real estate standpoint of being able to win the deal, whether or not that's on a buyer that you're representing or a home where you're trying to get the listing. Uh, Mike and I had a transaction where. Okay, we have a we have a buyer that we're working with. I think sometimes it's best to give the story. Yep. We're working with this buyer, buying a million dollar property, over a million dollars, over, one, yeah. one point something. FHA, three and a half percent down. And as Mike and I are talking about, in order to make the deal close, he needed a fifty thousand dollar seller's concession. So those of you that are familiar with that would hear that and be like, well, that doesn't happen ever. So we start talking. And, uh, you know, Mike and I are like, well, let's talk through it all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you made the decision to do what? To get us all on the phone. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So well, initially when I started with the buyer, I didn't know that that's what the, his qualifications were. I didn't mm -hmm. know that, there that, that he was an FHA. I didn't know it was 3.5% down. I didn't know that the closing costs were, were going were to be a factor in it. Right. So you actually <laughs> called me and said, this is how it's going to have to be if they want to buy this type of property. And I, I was like, okay. All right. You're so like, it's a little challenging. 50? <laughs> yeah. I've never heard of a $50,000 right. seller concession. Um, that, that's to cover the all the closing costs. But it was also that the luxury tax, tax, every tax, everything. Yeah. So, um, and, I, and I was sharing this with you. I, I've only two or three times had to get the loan officer on the phone. In this instance, it was you. And I said, okay, Greg, we'll, we'll call the list agent and we'll talk to them about it. Tell them what we're going to do, how we're going to do it. Um, I'll preface that, that before I got you on the phone, I, I told the other agent who you were, mm -hmm. our relationship, your background, um, and and yeah, I you said, made me look good, by the way. I Thanks, mean, Mike. Prior, <laughs> well, I had, to, I had to sell it a little bit, right? I said, you know, do you mind if I get, do you mind if I get Greg on the phone and he could explain to you a little bit about sure. this this uh, transaction? Yeah, so that was the the background of it, and and then we get the we get the agent on the phone and and we just kind of we talk through it like we do this stuff every day. Yep, you know, and it's funny. And Mike and I were talking about this uh, off air. And this is where we kind of, we mirrored each other what we're doing. I mean, you would have thought that Mike presented this type of an offer every day. Yeah. But every you too, you too. On the other end of the phone, when you said it and I heard, you know, listening to your voice, it sounded like you did this every day. It sounded like, hey, we're, we're going to do a $50,000 seller concession to, play, to pay for all the prepaids and the, the closing costs. And it was just like, this is how we do it. Yeah. It was assuming the sale. We I assumed we assumed it in our voice and our, our presentation over the phone with the list agent, and they, they that's a, believed that's, it. Yeah, that's spot on, Mike. Exactly it. You know, you assume the sale, and hey, listen, at the end of the day, it was like, okay, okay, well, let's do it. They accept the offer that day. And I got to say, another thing that was really striking to me, we got off the phone, and Mike had that, you had that email out with the contract, every addendum you can possibly imagine. Right. I mean, that day that, you had it out. Yeah, within a couple of months. I mean, it was prepared before we, we got them on the phone. Again, yeah. assuming the sale. We're yeah. we're going to move forward. Like, I'm not going to wait for them to get back. Yes, no. Like, as soon as we presented it, it was sent out complete. Not screenshots, not bits and pieces. Yeah. And here here's another piece that goes to, like, everything all concise and put together. Make, makes us look 
look professional, like we know what we're doing. And it, and it also makes it look like we do this all the time. And, you know, it makes a lot of sense because I was like, how do you get this email out so fast? You already had it done. Yeah. Before we even get on the phone, this is already done. Email out, out of attorney review. The whole thing within 48 hours is yes. essentially wrapped up. Yep. Uh, it was amazing. And uh, it really speaks to, in this business, to your point, assuming the sale mm -hmm. and, hey, we do this stuff every day and having structure behind what you're doing. Right. Right. Because if you're not sending everything completely and you're not uh, assuming it in that fashion, it's very difficult to put the deal together. Yeah. Or for the for the other party to believe, to really believe that you believe that this is done all the time. Right. You know what I mean? Like we yep. believed it. Yep. <laughs> kind of. We believed it and, and and on behalf of the client and then they believed that we believed it. Yeah. It, yep. it was really, really amazing. And uh, it was a pleasure to work with you on that. It's just, yeah, I learned stuff, right? I think we learned from each other over the course of time. It was Absolutely. great. Now let's, I'm going to shift gears to, and this is part of the reason why you have $20 million here today. You're going to do 40 million this year. So I want to switch to the listing side a little bit. So what's your process in getting as many listings as you do in this market? I, so I, I've, it's, it's a relationship building. Yeah. And a, one analogy that I use all the time is, and, and, you know, is that it, um, if you're trying to court someone, right, yeah. whether male or female, and it's never that you, I'll give you this analogy. I think a, a lot of people think this business is very easy, oh. right? That it's, hey, boom, sign, we're going to sign this million dollar listing and then let's, let's go. I, I really try to listen and build a relationship and work my way gradually like I'm trying to court someone. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, like back in the day, now I'm married. But back in the day, yeah. it was never like I went to the bar, here's a drink, come on, let's go, we're leaving right now. <laughs> right. There's a process. <laughs> There's a process. You got to like listen to them, hear them, yeah. um, and, and, and see what really makes them uh, – makes them um, – uh, excited to listen to you, yeah. you know, and then little by little as, okay, you know, you're, you're, you're going to court them slowly and gradually. And then the, you know, w the analogy is like, you know, going straight to the, going straight to bed. Yeah. I think sometimes when people think that this business is easy, that you're just going to, someone's going to call you, you're going to sit down with them, they're going to sign and you're going to leave. Right. And that would be like courting someone. Like you go to the bar right away, you buy them a drink and you're leaving with them. Those are the guys or the girls that don't really, that never happens. No, you're churning you know? and burning. <laughs> it's churning, not a relationship. Yeah, it's not a relationship. So I, I what, what I've learned over the years is some of these processes take longer than others. Right. Some people are ready now in a month, and some I listen if they're saying that their kids are not graduating till 2025. I'm not going hard on trying to close this listing today. Right. You know, I'm I'm going to listen. Okay, I put them in my database, and then I will follow up with them monthly, mm -hmm. um, and I'll touch touch them with text with a telephone call, check sure. in on them, uh, invite them invite them to events. I'm building a relationship. Sure. To to finally get to. Where, where they want to do business. So then you have, and that's, that's great, Mike. And I think the one thing I want to emphasize there is that, again, there's a process, right? Right. You don't say 2025, okay, I'll call you then. Like, no, you're following up on a regular right. basis. You're courting. I think courting is a great way to, courting. to put it. It's exactly it. So now you're going on the appointment and you're going to go, and we're chatting about this a little bit off air. Uh, what's your mental process for that? How do you work them through the process and capture so much business? Um, I, I mean, now it's been years and I have experience and a track yeah. record that helps. But when I, when I go there, I'm never too, I'm not arrogant. I'm not pushy. No, not I always take my shoes off. I'm very respectful. Yeah. I ask them where I could put my stuff down. They point to the dining room table or the kitchen table. I put my stuff down. Um, and then I ask them to 
to take me through their home, show me everything. Because it, it's more of the, the, the theatrics of learning and building rapport with them through the home. Sure. Um, usually on when I'm walking through them, it usually takes about an hour. Every room, they tell me what they've done, whose room it is. Um, I'm measuring. I use my measure. I take all very detailed notes as we're going through the home. Oh, and like like what we did with the buyer, right. I assume the sale. Right. I assume, even if it's not right away, because we just went on a listing appointment. They said in two to three years, fantastic. Sure, but I'm still going to go through it. Like in two to three years, I have all the information that we've gathered. Uh, we've taken down notes. We put it in their f- folder. Um, but I'm very confident in, in going through that process, remembering that it's going to be two to three years. But again, it's not two to three years. Like you said, in two to three years, we, as soon as I leave the listing appointment, handwritten note, thank you so much for inviting me into your home, sharing with me your personal real estate goals. Um, I'm confident if you give us the opportunity, we'll supersede your expectations. Uh, we're, we're striving to get you the highest and best price possible yeah. with the least amount of obstacles. Look yeah. forward to you know, building a relationship. Um, over the next couple of years. You know, and I I just want to kind of back up for a little bit about that process from the moment that you walk in and you're respectful, which is you, that's who you are. Right. And, and we'd hope that everyone's respectful when they go in, but you immediately go into, I have to see the house, Yeah. but you're not going through, you're not checking a box on your mental checklist. You're going through the house to understand, okay, little Jimmy's in this room, little Jane's in this room. You know, what are the dimensions of the room? You're writing this stuff down. Yep. And you're taking notes throughout the process. And it has a it has a very reassuring business feel to it if you're the consumer on the other end. Absolutely. Right? This guy's taking the time, he's going through everything, and you're just assuming everything by take, taking the data and assuming that at the end of the day, they're going to end up listing the property. At some point, yes. Yeah. yeah. And I, we don't get every single one of them, sure. but I go into it like I'm going, I'm, go, I'm going to get every single one of them. That's how I go into it. Very confident. I'm always uh, working with, with someone on my team that's going to, that's going to come with me. Either they're taking down the notes and I'm measuring with the laser. Uh, um, laser you got a laser? A little laser measure, you know? That that's awesome. You hold it from one end and that's always like, people are always intrigued by that. I mean, There I'm is impressed. a little bit of theatrics. There is a little bit of theatrics, right? I mean, if you're not a showman, you're not selling, <laughs> Mike. It, right. There is a little bit. And if it's a high ceiling, I want to know exactly how high it is. Right. You know, they're like, that's a you know 13 foot ceiling. And I measured it's 14.2, 14 foot two inches. And I'm like, well, write that down 14. Does it really matter 13 right. or 14.2? No, but it shows that I'm very detailed yeah. and I'm really listening to what they're saying. And then I'm, uh, educating them too a little bit on their home. Sure. They're educating me, and it's a little bit of a tennis match throughout. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's, we're building rapport, and that's how it would be like if you were courting someone, right? Yeah. If you're going back to n- no business, but you're kind of like, you know, it's got to be a nice, even conversation back and forth, back sure. and forth, and rapport. People don't understand really what that really means. It's really when someone feels comf- comfortable and uh, with what who you are and what you have to say that they really want it do business with you. Yeah. That's what rapport really means. Sure. You know? And I don't think I've stressed you. it. I, yeah. I talk about that in our office meeting, our team meeting all the time, like rapport, rapport, rapport. If you don't have rapport, you're not going to do business. That's it. There's no, there's no, and it, no one's going to just sign a million dollar, the biggest investment in their life uh, with just, uh, you know, a couple numbers that you give them on a piece of paper. It's just not going to work. And you know what, to kind of even piggyback off that rapport piece, one of the things, listen, the, our process isn't perfect, right? Things happen with transactions. Oh, yeah. You know, this is not an easy business, despite what people may may think on the real estate or on the mortgage side. But when you have that high level of rapport, 
There's nothing you can't facilitate through communication because you've already built that relationship. Absolutely. And yeah. when you don't have that, that's when things you hear blow up all the time. Oh, or, yeah. Or, you know, oh, you know, people are freaking out. Well, that's because you never had the rapport in the first place. Right. Right. But, and if you're building rapport over a long period of time, I just l listed and sold a home that the woman and I've I sold this woman like uh, it was her first home, second home and then third home, third. Right. So it was like they bought, they sold, and they bought something else. Her sister is a real estate agent. But I had so much rapport with, with this woman that it would be, it would be so, she said that it would be so difficult for me to not use you. You come here for Christmas and you drop off something. Uh, uh, Thanksgiving, you drop off a pie. Fourth uh, of July, you're dropping off a tomato plant with an American flag. Uh, you're dropping off an egg uh, during uh, Easter with a, you know something cool like a uh, what do you call a QR code yeah. to go to a, a a webinar or to to go to a fair. Like you've been coming by here, you made the new wine and you dropped me off a bottle. Like I, that's what report. I want them to know that I really care about them. That I I, I cherish the relationship. And I want to continue to do business together. Yeah. And you know what? And, and along those lines as well is it's genuine what you're doing in that process that you're going through. Yeah. So the only way that you can stay so disciplined with different activities that you mentioned, you got to care. You got to care. Yeah. You, you just do. Yeah, I mean, and you really got to know about them. Really yeah. understand like what the dynamic is. Sure. You know, I, I think it is like being in a sense like, you know, when doctors see 100 patients a day. They don't know from one patient unless everything is no noted and they say, oh, man, how are you doing with your, your weight? You know, your yeah. last time we weighed you at 230, oh, they just weighed you and you're now 200. Right. It looks like you're doing pretty good. But they wouldn't have known that unless they had all those notes and all those details. And that's, yeah. I want to be the doctor in, in this business. Oh, I love it. You know it. what I mean? And I, I try to have the, the, the guys that work on my team. Yeah. Think, think yourself as being like a doctor. I think people undervalue, you know, they look at us as, as salespeople in a lot of ways, the people that don't really know you. Yeah. <clears throat> but what they don't understand is that the analytical nature about which you go about your business and you and I, again, are very similar in the way we do it. Those are the details that matter. Right. Right. You know, to understand specifically what's going on, to be able to write this stuff down, to be able to chart this stuff. Because again, to your point, which I think is great, it's building the rapport. Building the rapport. With PR and, and caring about what's going on. So now you've, all right, you've measured the rooms in a listing uh, appointment and now you're coming back downstairs and you're sitting at the table mm -hmm. and you're talking about what? Yeah. So the, the, I, the next thing I do is I take out their tax record and I go through all of the details of their tax record. And this is how we go about coming up with some kind of an analysis of, of the value of your home. Um, so uh, we built rapport throughout the home. Mm -hmm. So I, I know a lot about um, their goals and their motivations and and things like that. But so now we're giving them the analytical analytics of the uh, the the analysis, sure. and we spend some time on that. Usually, a listing appointment on a house that's like around three thousand square feet, I, I schedule for an hour. But usually, if the conversation is going, it's usually an hour and a half to two hours. Okay, because they the last one we just went on was about an hour and a half, um, and it was about a three thousand square foot home, and and. And just laying out the value today. And I mm -hmm. tell them it's a snapshot looking back at history. And looking back at history, it's very easy for me to tell you what happened in September of 2022. Mm. Right? That's when the rates went to 7%. Sure. little stagnation there. A little uh, lull in the market. And then November kind of picked back up. January, we all were saying, hey, the, the market is going to start 
it's going to start correcting itself a little bit. Right. But that didn't really happen. No, it's still still going up. Supply and demand. So I go over and show them how what happened with all of these comparables that we've pulled that are similar to their homes that have all sold within the last six months. Yeah. If you came on today, this is who you'd be competing with. So that's important, right? Yeah, if, totally. If, if they're listed at nine fifty nine, and you say, okay, let's try a million fifty today, you'd be you're competing. They're basically the same house built the same. Why would time. they buy your house for Correct. more money? Yeah. So I say a snapshot of today. If you did that, you would really make, be making them look pretty good, right? Uh, because now they're saying, well, I get a hundred thousand dollar discount if I go with this. That's a same great house. point because you're almost you're selling their house for that's them. That's what we'll be doing. Yeah. You know? And I say that. When we go on the market, if there's nothing on the market, yeah, we'll speculate a little bit. We have one right now that we're speculating. There's nothing on the market between seven and eight hundred in this municipality on the water. We're the only one. I mean, most of the houses that sold like just about seven. Let's try seven fifty. Sure, Let, we could do that. There, we're not competing with anyone, but we do keep an eye on it because if someone comes on at six ninety nine, well, now if we. They're, they feel like they're going to get a $50,000 discount no if they doubt. go with that same right. similar house. And, and we don't want to sell the other one. We want to sell ours. So uh, that's great advice. I love that, too. So now we've given, we built the rapport, mm -hmm. and now we've educated them. We yep. spent that time educating them as to what's going on. And I think that's a real gem for everyone, you know, making a point that don't sell someone else's house. Right. Because you are overpricing it because that's exactly what you're going to do. And how do you kind of close it for lack of a better way to put it well de depending on their goal and their yeah. timeline yeah. well you know their list date they're going to be yeah. listing soon so Let's then i uh, then i go i flip to my binder to because everyone gets a binder mm -hmm. a, a presentation i flip to a little bit of of our team and what we've done in sure. the last t 10 years what we did last year i go over every everyone that's on my team that i work with mm -hmm. um and um their their background and um and then i go through how our company and how our team sell real estate and how we consistently, usually we're selling substantially higher than other properties. Yeah, the market sure. does what it does, but you could not present it properly, market it properly, and then now you're doing price reduction, price reduction, and now yeah. you're selling it at the lowest. So there is a little bit of a, I think a little bit of a, a science to how it comes on the market and how you present it so that you are creating a multiple bid situation. Yeah. Um, and we use state of the art everything. I don't even if it's a house that's never been renovated, we always use a professional photographer. Right. Always use a drone photographer. Oh, you always use always. drones. It doesn't yeah. it doesn't matter if the house is I don't ever want anyone saying to me, ah, it didn't sell because you used your iPhone. You know what I mean? Or <laughs> right, whatever. Totally. Even though that maybe that house only warranted a, a an iPhone. Mm -hmm. Nope, it always has a professional photography. Just company. a system associated with it. this yep. is how we do it. This is how we market. This is how we're going to sell you. Right, house. and there's two guys that are on my team that are agents also, but they're also doing all the marketing for the last four years. They do all the social media marketing, demographic mm -hmm. targeting, um, on a high high level, so that yeah. so that that listing is not only helping to increase the the, the exposure, sure. um, but it's also helping to make us look like we know what we're doing. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so anyone, anytime anyone looks and say, oh yeah, these guys, you know, they don't ever take, we don't ever take a shortcut, never. Right. The listings, when they're filled in, we fill them out completely. We show we show the client that. Sometimes on these listing appointments, if I've never done business with, with them and I look up their old listing, I see that there's like 75% of the listing is blank. Uh, you know, it's missing d dimensions. From uh, the how many previous. Rooms? From the previous uh, listing. Right. It, uh, that doesn't say if it's a uh, gas heat. Uh, you know, it's, it's just so cheapened. 
Right. And, you know, and if our job and our fiduciary responsibility is to get the highest and best price possible, then we have to show it like every house is a Ferrari or a Lamborghini, yeah. even if it if it needs a lot of right. a lot even of even if it's a Yugo, even, <laughs> Yugo. Remember that car? <laughs> I do, I do. Yeah. Three you remember that car? <laughs> oh, oh, boy. <laughs> three cylinder car. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. uh, odd numbers is not good. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's yeah. that's great, Mike. So, Mike, we're going to take a quick break. Yep. Greg Ware and Mike Garasso. We're going to be right back at you. Stay tuned if you want to hear how you do forty million dollars in a down market. Yeah, we'll be right back. Well, welcome back, everyone, to Your Mortgage Process. I'm Greg Wareham with Mike Garasso here today. Hey, so, Mike, we're talking a little bit uh, at the break about what things look like in a really busy market. So I know that you're very detail-oriented. You have a process that's replicatable in the market that we're in right now that's a little bit slower. Were you, was it the same when things were really busy? Were you going through the same process, or do you have to cut some corners? Never cut corners, no. I, I, I think I'm really fortunate that I got into this business when the – 2000, like 2005 was right hot. It right. was very transactional. Six um, was basically the same thing. And then seven, it started turning. I remember. So I'm, I, I, re, I, I find that that is what helped me because being in that kind of market, difficult, 2007, 8, 9, 10, right. was a difficult market. So you really had to stand out. A lot of agents were leaving the industry. Yeah. And I just always wanted to do everything as detailed and as serious as I could for the client. Um, and even when the, when the, um, I was just so in that mode that even when it was a little transactional, 2020, 21, right. 22, a little transactional, it was like so quick, you know, right. I still always did it this way. I never tried to do it where, Hey, I'm going to send you over the listing, the listing docs without even seeing the place. Or, um, I, I didn't take all the notes. I, I just, I'm, I'm set like that. And that's, I've always done it like that. Yeah. You know, we were chatting a little bit before. It's like one of those things that could keep you up at night. Like, why didn't I get the drone footage done on that house? Right. That's what happened, <laughs> yeah. you know, cause it's important. Right. Yeah. And yeah, it's know, important. We know we got to sleep. We got four kids, <laughs> <laughs> but right. Leaving yeah. any, I don't want to leave anything for chance. Right. Nothing, not even something little because you're right. It, that, that little bit will keep me up at night. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Well, you pay attention to detail. It's who you are. Right. And that's why you're so, so, so successful and replicatable, scalable, scalable. process with yep. what, what you're doing. And this is what I try to teach everyone on my team. Right. This is the way it's done. There's no shortcut. This is not transactional. If right. you want to get into transactional, start selling gum at the convenience store. That's really quick. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Right. That's not what this business is. This is a long relationship building. Uh, There's two types of people. There's casual people <laughs> yep. and there's serious people. That's right. And I'm not qualifying either one of them. It's not bad to be one or the other. But if you were to talk to Mike, Mike, you're a serious guy. Serious guy. With serious results, it's pushing things in a serious fashion. That's right. And that's a different level of success than yep. handling those casual. And I think that it, from a sales standpoint, the people need to decide, well, who am I? Am I casual? Am I serious? Right. And then run with it from there. Yeah, right. So how do you how do you prioritize your day with so much going on? Hmm, how do I prioritize? <laughs> you do I mean, everything at once. I I I, I don't. I, yeah. I the night before I kind of go over what the next day is going to look at look like. I put everything on the calendar. If it's not on the calendar, it doesn't exist. Right. I could easily forget if I didn't put this on here. I could, not that I would forget it. There's just so many things that are happening. Sure. I'm like you and I were talking about this a little while ago. When I see a group and we go to we go to our annual convention mm -hmm. and I see a group that's three or four people, three or four uh, professional agents that are doing a hundred million. Wow. I'm really, I'm really impressed. Right. I'm really impressed. When I see a group of 35 
agents that are working together on a team that do 100 million. Uh, I'm not that impressed. You know what I mean? Because it's math. like, you do the math. It's like three, four million each. Right. Okay. Maybe, you know, the team leader d- d- does really well. But I want everyone that's on my team. I, I'm, I'm looking at it more of like a SEAL Team Six than I am looking at the whole entire Navy. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be the entire Navy. I don't want to be Walmart. I, I want to be a really good select team. That if I'm if I leave and I do go to Italy, we were just talking about. Yeah. I go to Italy. I could leave it with Shay, and I, I'm very confident that she's gonna. Work, we work a lot together, um, and she's very serious. Right? I could leave it with Luca. He very serious. You yeah. know, these are young young people that are serious. They're not out at at, at a bar. You know, three nights a week, sure. blowing their entire their entire commission check. <laughs> They're just trying to get a little bit better, you know, yeah. a little better. I actually just posted that we're going to another convention in August, and I said, listen, I, I'll pay for one a year. That's in February. If you guys want to go, invest in yourself. If you don't want to go, that's fine. You know, I'm gonna. You know what? They all invested in themselves right. to buy the ticket. You know, their expenses is a thousand dollars each. For a two-day seminar, right? But they're taking it. They're serious people. Serious people. They're not casual. Like, hey, you know, what are we talking about. Yeah. And not that that, like you said, there's nothing wrong with that. Not at all. But I'm always just trying to get. A, we talked about a little bit more efficient. How do you get three agents to do 100 or 200 million? Yeah. And, and I'm not selling selling 10, 20 million dollar properties. I'm saying just you know, what's the average sale price in Monmouth County? Yeah. 550 yeah. or something it's like a, that. Yeah, six six forty, I think. Yeah, yeah six. So it's not six. Yeah, it went up. It went, went up. So how do you get? A, gr- a small group to do 40, 50, 60, 100 million, you have to be like all the processes and all the systems have to be in place. Definitely. And everyone's got to be, uh, t- to do that, you have to be serious. I don't think you can do it casual. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree with you more. And the whole thing's a game of inches. Yep. You know, inch, inch, inch equals a yard eventually. Yep. Right? And yep. you grind it, grind it, grind it out. And I think it's something with our generation, maybe blue collar backgrounds, right? Yeah. You got that you got that grind out mentality anyway. That's right. Yeah. You know, because I was never the smartest guy in the room. No. Still not. <laughs> I'm never the smartest guy in the room. But man, right. you're not going to outwork me. You're, you're never going to outwork me. No. I always say that. I preface that. Yeah. I'm like, when you guys start to outwork me, because I, I, it's not even so much work, right? Because you love what you do. I, I love do. what I do. So it's not really work, but I'm ready to go that little bit more, that one more, that little bit more to get a, a, a little bit more ahead. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not afraid to get my hands dirty. So people know, if you look at the, my trunk, I wanted to do something like that. If you look at my trunk, it looks like a contractor. If I open up my <laughs> trunk right now, you would think it was a contractor's car. Uh, Spackle knives, I got caulk guns, I got every plier you could think of, <laughs> drilled, every single you know drill bit. Right. Um, Lasers. Uh, anything I can to. Lasers, right. If I see a blemish on a wall, well, I'm not going to just leave it there. And to try to get, nowadays, you know, I should have been a plumber like my father. <laughs> try to get a plumber or someone in there to do something. Right. It's impossible, especially if it's something small. So if I could just take care of it for them, I do. Right. I, I, I would say that the, several listings that are getting ready to close, they had a blemish on their ceiling that everyone would say the house is falling down. Not everyone, but the majority that don't know. I took care of it. I, I fixed the ceiling. Um, I've painted the ceiling. I've sanded it. I've, you know, if if something, you know, uh, electrical box uh, looks lo- doesn't look safe, I'll I'll get it so it's safe. Smoke right. detectors are missing. Those wires that are hanging out. It just makes the house that little detail will no doubt. will stick out like something stuck in your tooth when you're talking to someone. Yeah, right? <laughs> you know? that's a good analogy. So let me just well, let how, me, do you, how do you get that spinach? How was that spinach salad? Yeah, and I, I, I will say I, I have gotten a, a few listings just by saying, listen, if you sign the listing, you know, you, you everything I've presented, you like it. 
if you if you sign, I, w- I will put on the listing agreement that I'll fix that ceiling or I'll fix that door or I'll fix that hole in the wall. Right. And um, and a lot of times it does go over. And I'm, I am blessed that I can work with my hands. And sure. I, I do I do enjoy doing that, too. Mm-hmm. It's like some people like to cook, you know, and after they get off work. And I, I do, too. But I do like to, you know, use my hands as well. And yeah. it kind of takes, takes me out of it, puts me in the zone, and it is... SEAL Team 6 just takes care of it. SEAL Team 6 will take care they of it. They take yeah. care of it. Yeah, we're right now SEAL Team 5. Okay, SEAL, t- SEAL <laughs> Team 5. Keep it at five. Yeah. <laughs> what type of stuff do you delegate, Mike? Um, what do I delegate? I delegate um, a lot of the uh, prospecting, Okay. Uh, the follow-up telephone calling. Um, and uh, I think any agent that's really good, uh, they're good communicators and they're good on the phone. Sure. That, that are really good. They're serious and, and really good. They're they're good on the phone. So I just try to get them a little bit better on the phone, so that when it comes to game time, and I use a lot of analogies like sports. You know, I, yeah. I coach soccer for ten years, and it's like, why are you running through a ladder? There's nothing in soccer that has you running through a ladder or doing sit ups or anything. Right. Like, why are you doing all of that? But it is getting you ready for game time. Game time that ninety minutes. You're good. That all the st- you know running through the oh, stairs and, and doing it does pay off. It it's that little bit to get you better on the on the field in game time. Right. Um. So so you were saying about delegating and delegating yeah. prospecting. I delegate a lot of the the um once it once we get the listing, it's who is putting up the listing and putting all the information in that sure. we've gathered from the the appointment. So I have a excellent uh, sales assistant Suzanne who's on our team, um, who does all of that. She does all of the print marketing. Uh, the social media marketing, we have a team that does that. Um, and then I, we were talking about this. I don't believe in that philosophy where I'm the list agent and everyone's a buyer's agent underneath right. me. It's a team. It doesn't work like that. You know, everyone, if you're going to be good in this business, you have to be good at both. You have to be offense and defense. Yeah. You know, like soccer, right? Yeah, you can't totally. just be a, a defender. There's times where you're going to have to be up front and you're going to have to take the shot. And I don't want them, you know, choking if that opportunity comes up. Sure. So then I get, I bring... Either I bring them or they get the listing and they bring me to the right. listing appointment. But we work you gotta together. you got to have right? the balance. you got to have the balance. you got to be in the experience. That's, yeah. that's great. And I want everyone to be good at both. Um, I like being a buyer's agent at times, and I do like being a listing agent. I get it. As a, as a person who's working the SEAL Team 5, what drives you crazy? What drives me crazy? Uh, You're like, oh, my I, God. Just, I know things drive me crazy. Yeah, mediocrity. Yeah. It's, and it's... I, I I listened to DJ uh, one time. He had said this. It's not so much winning. I just hate losing. You yeah. know what I mean? It's the losing part that I, I just don't want to <laughs> feel. Whether I lose yeah. a listing or, like you said, I, I left something up for chance and then it didn't have that that effect that I wanted it yeah. to have. But I think mediocrity because I just work. I saw my dad, how hard he worked, yeah. and I emulate him too. I work, I work hard. I, I enjoy doing it. I enjoy doing what I do. Um, yeah. But if anyone comes in 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 my model, if with that, you know, yeah. uh, don't be too casual on Mike's model. Do not be. You can't be <laughs> too casual. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know, you bring up a great point with winning and losing because I'm like minded with that. It is not about winning. Matter of fact, winning's not that great. Right. But the pain of losing that keeps me up at night. Correct. What could I have done better? Right. Where did I go wrong? Where's the piece that I was missing? Right. And just in replicating, you know, or repeating in my head, you know, conversations I had. You know the words that I words that I use, like it really gets that granular for oh, me. Oh, absolutely! To yeah. think about, ah, maybe that was that. Yeah, you know, and that's why I, I lost. Right. So we're going to make it better next time. And that's what I think. Over time of t- almost twenty years of doing this, you 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 choose your words carefully, right. so that they are impactful. And I could see when someone is not as experienced, they might say something, don't even realize that they said it, 
but it's enough to sway the thinking pattern of the client yeah, in no a different question. direction. Like one thing that I always say, whether I'm here, East Brunswick, or now we're, we're, we're going to be doing business in Florida, mm, I'm great. always, our agency is right down the street. Right. It doesn't, it's never like, hey, I'm from Shrewsbury, because if I'm, what, what does Shrewsbury have anything to do with Monroe? Nothing, right. you know? And they're like, oh, that's Middlesex County. But in order to be able to be in different markets, you always got to sound like you're from that area. You know that area. Right. And you know that subdivision. We throw the name of the subdivision around all the time. Like, we're here all the time. Like, we were talking about assuming the sale. Right. Uh, Hollywood Manor and Brick. Like, yeah. I, I really didn't know it before we, we got this listing. But one, we used it in the, our conversation with the client um, often, and they they didn't even know that their subdivision was called that. And they were like, oh, this is called Hollywood, you know, yeah. Hollywood Manor. But yeah. you did your homework. Yeah. Right? You did your research, right. preparation, assumption, you know, and that's a big part of us. Being able to assume the sale with people, there's a lot of preparation that goes into that right. because you have the confidence because you know. Right. Yeah, I did my homework. So this is the next logical step. Right. And now with experience in certain areas of Monmouth County, we do know it like the back of our hand. Sure. Even Ocean County. But then we are going into different markets and sometimes I don't know it. Like, And we are spending a little bit more time of seeing where everything is and um, when the houses were built, who built the homes. Like those sure. are the kinds of things that you can say in conversation that'll make it sound like you are the expert of that area. Definitely. Yeah. How do you stay focused, Mike? <laughs> well, I go to. The, I try to take care of myself first yeah. and foremost. So I do go to the gym in the morning, which helps me out. Um, and it's 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 pretty um, intense for uh, in the morning, like a small group thing. Yeah. Then I come home. I now that it's summer, I jump in the pool. I cool down, and um, I just know that I, in order to hit these numbers, I I think what I've done in years, the first ten years of my business, I just. Grind, 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 grind. And at the end of the year, what did I do? And they, whatever, 12, 15 million. I was like, oh, wow, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't keep track. Right. Now I do keep track okay. of everything. <laughs> and even on the listing appointments to say, if we went on a million dollar listing appointment that we're on track, like I could gauge if it's going to yeah. help us hit our goals. So, so now we're a lot more focused so yeah. we can measure it. Um, I don't know. I just, uh, I stay focused just by doing what I love. And, right. and this is what I, I love to do. You know, isn't it great as you get more uh, mature in an industry and you get that experience, can okay, I use a football analogy, the game slows down, mm -hmm. right? Where you're early, you don't have happy feet yeah. anymore. You know, when you're young in this business, you got happy feet. Yeah, yeah. As a quarterback, you get sacked to throw an interception. <laughs> but everything slows down. Yeah. And when you can process the everything that's coming in, slow it down, and then be able to communicate it in a fashion that people can understand... Good things happen. It's a yeah. great thing about having the experience. Yeah, that's a great analogy that we just said, like you, how things slow down. I didn't, I mean, I realize it, but I now that you're putting it into words, it totally makes sense. Yeah, we you just know? see what's going on now and we don't overreact. Correct. You know, and I've noticed with you and I working on a lot of deals over the course of time, you know, neither one of us ever overreact. And it's great working with someone like you because you don't overreact. Right. So it's always about the solution. It's okay, well, what's the problem? Problems happen. We've probably seen the problem before. Right. Uh, all right. Okay, how are we going to solution it and move it forward? We keep it calm. Consumer stays calm. Buyer, right. seller stays calm at the same time. Right. And there was uh, uh, Shay on my team had said that, um, or she had posted something about it. She's like, you can tell someone who's been in the business a long yeah. time and is successful is when things do go south, even if we didn't get the listing or if the, we had it under contract and the deal fell out, like I don't 
react like in a way like like I throw stuff up against the wall. You know Not anymore. Mean? And she's like, you know, you could tell because they're just calm. It's just yeah. like business as usual. Yep. And we don't get we don't get every single listing. No, right. we don't. But it's the law of averages. And if I go on more of them, there's more of that chance of getting the listing. Right. And they don't realize, and I still hold true to that, it takes 12 good conversations to get one listing appointment and then five listing appointments to get like one listing. And and that's true. That, that right. is true. That, if anyone another... thinks I go to every single one and blah, 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 we saw, I think my probability is a little higher. Yeah. Um, well, you get more if, but if I'm sure. going up against other seasoned agents that have been around this business, yeah. then I really have to be sharp on my game. And that's why I don't know who they're <laughs> meeting with. Yeah. I, I want to think that I am going up against other agents that are very seasoned. You know what? And that's another good nugget that I'm just going to emphasize. So it takes 12 conversations to get one listing appointment. And then it takes five listing appointments to get one listing Yep. and do the math back into that math. If you're a newer person trying to figure it out right uh, now, as you get more seasoned, maybe it's, you know, you're getting two out of five, obviously, because you yeah. get more experience with it. But I think there's a, that's uh, that's a nugget for everyone. Yeah. We talk about conversion yeah. rate also in our, in our team, like when, when they're prospecting. Now it's a little bit more. It's difficult. You have to make even that many more calls to get one one con good conversation. Um, but I. I I think the, the guys that are on my team, because up until now, it's really been just me and, and, and a full-time sales assistant administrator. Sure. So now that I, I, I'm telling them that it's a blessing that you got into this business, if you got into the business this year, 2023, mm. it's a blessing because you're going to get so good at this, like, you know, going into those ladders, right. and doing those sit-ups. It's not easy. By the time yeah. this goes back to equilibrium, which it will, you know, mm, totally. it's going to get, you know, where there's a lot of inventory and enough buyers and it's going to you're going to be so see, so good at, at your conversations and being able to um, um, the power of persuasion, being yeah. able to talk to people and listen to them and being able to convert more when that when that time comes. I know it's difficult now, and the younger people that, that I work with, they sometimes can't see the forest from the trees, but they'll see in the next couple of years when this kind of does go back to that, that yeah. they... They and what the they've learned training. so much. You make a great point about the market now. You know, if you got into this industry three years ago, you ha you don't even know what to do. No. You just, and it's not your fault in a lot of ways. It's just, it was so easy yeah. that you really, you didn't build up any calluses at all. None. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> hands are all torn open. <laughs> yeah. Right? Right. And uh, this is a good market to build up those calluses. So when the market does change, that's when you capture a lot of market share and you really make a lot of money doing that's it. That's right. I, I want to just talk about getting an offer accepted. What's the one piece of advice you could give to someone to try to help get your offer accepted? So when you're working on the, on the buyer side, yeah. um, the salesmanship is going to be between you and that list agent. Right. So building the rapport with the list agent is pretty important. Mm. That's one thing I would say. So, so sometimes I'm more of a list agent than a buyer's agent. Sure. And when I'm getting these listings and, Sometimes they don't even call me to say, hey, Mike, I'm so-and-so. Um, I have a, a, an agent, a buyer that I've been working with for a little bit of time here. Tell me a little bit of background. I don't want to do all the personal, but you're trying to build rapport with me and show that you're a professional as well. Right. And then say, hey, I'm going to send you over all the, 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 the information. Um, I always, uh, I had noticed that a lot of buyer's agents were waiting for, they were calling me up and saying, hey, when is best and final? Mm. How do you even know if we're doing best and fine? Right. Like, you know, and it, that, that was it. So I would say build the report right up front. So you saw it, you showed it, you listed. Don't wait for the pack. Don't wait for everyone to give their best and final. Like right. put your offer in right away because you build rapport. 
you've got the offer in before anyone else did, which is going to be presented to the seller, right? And and so you you're a little bit ahead of other agents that are waiting f- to come in with the pack. Sure. I always present my offers like that with every little detail in there. Right. I don't miss anything. Uh, if uh, if I'm waiting for the seller's disclosure to be signed, it's not like hey, I'm going to send it and then the next follow-up email, it'll be there. I'm pushing my buyer to get me everything signed if they haven't signed it or if they're still reviewing it. Um, so it's all together in one concise package that I could that yeah. I could present. And it's exactly what it is. I'm presenting it, right? I don't want to present it piecemeal. And You're I still, not sending it. Yeah, You're presenting, I'm presenting it. There's a big it. difference. Yeah. And then I, I still get offers sometimes, you know, screenshots of their proof of funds with no name on it. And it's like, uh, you know, like get me the the whole yeah. thing. I don't need to know their bank account statement, but is their name coincide with what's on their offer? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm fortunate that I see both sides of it, and and so that when I'm the buy buyer's agent, I want to present it in the best way that I possibly sure. can for the client. And someone who sees this on the listing side so frequently, you know, kind of summing that up, it's if you're going to put an offer in, Mike, someone like Mike you know, you do a lot of listings, right? Well, you're a serious person. So if you're going to put an offer in, be a serious person with a serious offer, with serious detail, like do present it in a fashion that's going to resonate with someone like yourself. Right. Right. It's not all, it's not all willy nilly. I'm sending this in and best yeah. in fun. No, yeah. there's a process. Serious people like to work with serious people. That's right. And present it in that fashion. Right. That's great, Mike. Yeah. Hey, Mike, so if someone was looking to buy or sell real estate, what would be the best way to get in touch with you? What do you mean, like by you phone? You personally. Oh, me personally? My yeah, phone whatever number? you want. Yeah. I mean, you can give your home phone number. We can send smoke <laughs> signals, phone whatever number. you we want. Don't, we don't have home phone numbers anymore. <laughs> oh, good point. No, you, no. You, always... you know what? Just a quick story. Yeah. When I first got into the mortgage business, the number one rule was if you didn't have a home phone number, you couldn't get a mortgage. Come on. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I remember at the mortgage company I was at at the time, oh, no home phone number. You don't have one. We won't do a loan for you. That's how how old I am. (laughs) Wow. I didn't know that. uh, So anyway, so what's the best way to reach you? You can reach me on my cell phone, 908-489-4107, or my uh, email, very easy, Mike njrealestate at gmail.com. That's great, Mike. And would you be interested also in talking to anyone who's prospectively looking to join a team or someone that's looking for mentorship is a better way to put it. A uh, little bit. I mean, right okay. now I have my hands full with sure. who I'm working with. So I'm, again, I'm not trying to be the, the largest team. Yeah. Uh, that is a lot of the model for some of these bigger companies. It's not my model because okay. uh, I do love being a real estate agent. Yeah. Uh, and then and then I do like um, training the, the people that are committed to working with me and learning the my systems and my methods. So I want, I want to get them up to speed. So they're at my level yeah. at, at, and, and then I can trust them to, to, to work with any one of my clients. Some of my clients I've helped buy and sell four or five homes right. or someone in their family for, you know, three, sure. four homes. So I want to be comfortable that I can, I can send uh, Luke, uh, Jaden, uh, yeah. Shay, uh, Suzanne, that they can just, it's seamless. If I'm there or not there, it's yeah. the same thing, you yep. know. And Everyone's that's presenting why. So, the brand again. I'm not trying to be volume because I think that gets that could be a little watered down. Love it. Quality, not quantity. Yeah, and I don't want a revolving door um, of, awesome. of, of agents that come in and out. So, right now, I'm not looking to get any bigger than what I've. So you're looking to, you're looking to buy and sell right now. Could you give your cell phone number one more time? Mike? Yes, nine zero eight four eight nine four one zero seven. 
and my email, Mike N J real estate at gmail.com. Uh, Mike, thanks so much for taking the time today, Thank you man. For it, was great, me in. it was great to have you yeah, on always the show. Good, always good chatting with you, Greg. Uh, it's my you pleasure, always make me Mike. feel comfortable because I was never a video guy. <laughs> if you look at, uh, and, and, and between you and, and, and the uh, two marketing guys, you get me a little bit more comfortable being on the, on the camera. But that one thing we did in bold, I was like, wow, right. I sound normal. You sound usually, great. Usually when you look at yourself, you're like, oh man, I, I sound terrible. I look terrible. But you make it very natural for me to talk with you. No, I appreciate that, Mike. And you know what? If you if anyone needs anything, Mike's a great guy to talk to. A lot of human capital with you. And we talked about that that yeah. earlier before the show. I mean, you got a ton of experience. We want to thank everyone for listening out there today. Again, Mike Carrasso, Greg Wareham, Your Mortgage Process. Look forward to catching up with you next week, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Nick. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Your Mortgage Process, hosted by Greg Wareham, produced by Greg Wareham and Nick Pavise at The Social Rift, and executively produced by The Social Rift. Thank you again for tuning in, and we look forward to catching up with you next week.